have now entered Joe's Common Sense, where Joe uses common sense to make sense of today's political scene. Now, coming to you from Omaha, Nebraska, Middle America, here's your host with a degree in political science, Joe Pilas. Joe's Common Sense Podcast. Good, happy Sunday, everybody. It's March 14th. I'm your host, Joe. And today we're going to take another trip down hypocrisy lane. I don't know about you guys, but this whole thing going down at the border is obviously not getting any type of media coverage at all. Um... And, and what I find hilarious is that Joe Biden, two weeks ago, or three weeks ago, reopened a child detainment facility, kids in cages, whatever whatever side of the, of the coin you're on on that. Um, and now it's a triple the capacity in two weeks. Tripled. Tripled the capacity of kids in cages in three weeks, two weeks, two and a half, three weeks. All because we now have an open border. There is a there's a legal path to become a citizen, and I'm not against that at all. But you guys were up in arms about Trump with kids in cages, and Trump actually reduced the amount of kids in cages versus the Obama administration. In fact, he closed the facility that Joe Biden just recently reopened. Now I heard they're going to have to possibly build more facilities because they're all way over capacity. I mean, basically now at the border, so in December, you know, before the election, November, October, you know, they were getting 203 kids a month. So 203 kids they were detaining a month. So the statistics from the Department of Homeland Security the other day, it's now at 312 a day. So we went from 203 a month to 312 a day. So, you know, a lot, a lot's changed at the border. These people are being told you can come in. You don't have to take a COVID test. We'll we'll truck you out somewhere in middle America and leave you and give you money. And then just remember to vote Democrat. I mean, it's just ridiculous. Where's, where's the outrage of the left? If you are one of my friends... And you were obliterating me because of Trump's kids in cages, even though it was Obama. And you're not up in arms about this. And you're not up in arms of the fact that this president of the United States won't even take a question about this policy. This hide in the basement, sleepy time, nobody, Joe Biden, won't even take a question on these policies, won't even have a press conference. He's got a press secretary who has to circle back on anything anybody asks, and he won't appear. It's the longest in a hundred years of the presidency that someone's gone without having a solo press conference. He hasn't even addressed the, you know, joint joint session of Congress, which usually most new presidents do in February. 
this man doesn't do anything. He just continues to take credit for Operation Warp Speed and all the things Trump put into place with the Defense Authorization Act to get things up and running, to have vaccines available, to have things in the pipeline. And I love how this week, Dr. Fauci, oh my God. So this guy's been employed by the government since 1985, right? He makes over $500,000 a year. I think it's close to $750,000 a year now. So he's been an advisor to every president. So what do you think he's going to say? He's going to say whatever that president wants him to say. So how on earth could Dr. Fauci state that Trump did everything that I asked of him? And then he turns around under Biden and he's like, oh, well, their response really wasn't that good and blah, blah, blah. You were the one directing the response. So now, what are you saying? You didn't respond right? The president followed your advice, but but he, he, the administration didn't respond right. I mean, this is the stuff that, that just kills me. With this hypocrisy. I mean, if you're not up in arms about this, then you're just a hypocrite. I'm so tired. This world is just full of hypocrites anymore. You know, don't tell me you're against kids in cages and you're supporting this policy and you're not up in arms and you're not calling this president out and you're not mad about the fact that this guy won't even answer for his policy. And everyone will be like, oh my God, we passed a $1.9 trillion coronavirus bill, which 1% goes towards vaccines, 9% goes to actual COVID health-related things. I mean, but thank God Nancy Pelosi gets $120 million for a train line. Right? Thank God Chuck Schumer get, <clears throat> Chuck Schumer gets his $1.2 million. Is that $1.5 million for his bridge in New York? We get $21,000 bonus for federal employees to stay home. $25,000 bonus for state government workers. $50 million goes to Planned Parenthood because, I don't know, abortions are COVID-related. $200 million to the Museum of Lib and Library Sciences. $270 million to the Endowment for Arts and Humanities. Endowment? Don't they already have money? They're called an endowment. Why do they need money? $600 million for San Francisco. Of course, so now San Francisco's city's debt has been all of a sudden wiped out. $1.5 billion to Amtrak again. So what's Amtrak doing for COVID? $12 billion for foreign aid, $15 billion for illegal immigrant eligible health care, $111 billion for welfare without work requirements, and $350 billion basically to pay down debt in California and New York. So stop calling it a COVID relief act, or I love how they're calling it now the Rescue America plan. I mean, what, what did America need rescuing from, actually? I mean... Man, I, I filled up with gas the other day. It's 279. Okay, it was like 207 back in December. All right, so don't tell me his stupid executive orders don't affect the price of oil because they do. But I mean, it's just a, it's just a consistent waste of money by this administration. And nobody responding, nobody answering for what is going on. Who answers for this? Nobody. They're spending our money. What do they say? Basically, for each citizen, it's 5420 bucks for the cost of this bill. 
but they're going to give us $1,400. Yay, they're going to give us $1,400, but it's going to cost me like $5,400. Because of all this BS. I mean, I think somebody took, if they, if they took the amount, it would be like 20 some thousand dollars for each and every person in the country or something like that. I don't know. I didn't have time to do the math on that. But I mean, enough's enough. You know, there's, there's, there's open border, this border crisis, and we don't want to call it that. Nobody wants to use the term that they used under Trump when there wasn't a crisis. But no, it's a Rescue America plan. No, you can't just say this is your COVID plan. It's Rescue America, because America needs rescuing. If I see one more thing from the liberal left about, oh, why why does everything the left do does after they take over the presidency start with rescue or blah, blah, blah? Because you name it that. I mean, it's not too hard to figure out. That's what they name it. Like, we need rescuing from anything. Your additional spending is going to put our country in debt. It's going to put me in debt as a citizen. But that's okay. Because now you can say that you passed COVID relief. You know, and, and some of the the headlines, I mean, the Washington Post had, you know, Biden showers, uh, what was it, uh, poor people with, with stimulus money. I mean, these headlines were like, like, this defines his administration. What defines his administration? Wasteful spending? Showering poor people, 1400 bucks. You guys pay bills, right? Okay, what does $1,400 pay? Your rent? Your partial house payment? And that's it. I mean, they act like they're, they're just like throwing all this money at us. Oh, it's just hilarious. I'll take my money. I'll cash it. I'm tired of hearing that, too. Well, if you accept that money, blah, blah, blah. I don't care who, who the president is. You know, I'll take that money, even though you're going to charge me for it at the end. <laughs> but, I mean, just it just... They're so blatantly hypocritical. I mean, it's just so blatantly hypocritical. And then, like, in the last couple days, this big thing with... With Laura Trump funneling money into Trump's pocket to the tune of $2 million. So basically, Laura Trump's on the board of a lot of organizations. You know, they had a dog rescue thing going on this weekend down at Mar-a-Lago. So she's on a different lots of organizations. So her brother owns a hotel and a conference center. So in the last seven years, so not prior, this didn't start when he became president. This was prior to him being president. She would book her conferences through her brother. So $2 million over seven years, you figure it out, isn't a lot of money for all the conferences that she had there. You know, people are all like, oh my God, what do they think? Trump got $2 million in his pocket? You know, in a facility like that, you know, 20 cents on the dollar, you're doing really well. 50 cents on the dollar, you're doing well. You know, so the so the profits, it's just hilarious. So so they stayed the night. They had food. They rented facilities. I mean, two million dollars over the course of seven years is nothing for somebody who's on the board of several large organizations organizing these things. But oh my God, he paid them off and funneled money. So here's my question. So, if you were on a bunch of different boards and you had to, you know, set up conferences here and there. And your brother or your sister or your cousin ran a facility. 
that had everything that you needed. And you knew it would be handled because it was your family. So would you give your family the business? Or would you go to a stranger? I mean, that's how stupid the, the left's take on everything is. You know, we don't want to cover the fact that there's a crisis at the border. That 312 kids a day are being put in cages. Would rather cover the fact that um, Laura Trump paid $2 million in fees to use Mar-a-Lago over the course of seven years for conferences. Or, 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 or the fact that the Cuomo now has six people accusing him of rape, and sexual harassment, sexual assault. There's pictures of him pawing the one girl. But Nancy Pelosi has a zero policy, a zero tolerance policy for sexual harassment, but won't call for his resignation. He covered up the deaths of 10,000 people. We don't even talk about that anymore. It's all now about a sexual scandal. We don't even talk about the fact that he covered up the death of 10,000 people because of his failed policy. You know, I notice in Michigan now that they're starting to subpoena records from Whitmer, that old great Governor Whitmer who always had something great bad to say about Trump and she was such a hero for speaking her mind. So they're looking at the fact that she probably underreported deaths as well and that there was a sweetheart deal with her um, director of health services who got like $158,000 buyout um, during this whole COVID thing and obviously there was a gag order involved because he hasn't been able to talk about it. So they're now in the process of subpoenaing those records to find out what they knew and what they were covering up as well. I mean, you don't hear about that in the news. You're going to hear about Laura Trump or you're going to hear that Trump's golfing again or this, that, or the other thing. There's just no focus anymore. I mean, they've got 2.5 million voters' signatures now in California to recall Newsom. There's a recall petition going on in L.A. County and in San Francisco to recall the district attorneys because of their failed policies and the fact that they want to change everything and not have bail. You know, not offer any of that, not, not, not take care of the victim, not ask for the death penalty. But you don't hear about that. San Francisco and L.A., they're two pretty major cities in the United States. Definitely L.A. is. Why isn't this on the news? You know why? Because it would make all these Democratic policies look bad. And oh my God, they said this would be the best thing in the world. So if you're a victim of crime, the best thing in the world to, is to see your, your, your perpetu the person who perpetuated the crime against you, your perpetrator, walk, walk free not have to pay any type of bail, not be locked up at all, just be right back on on the streets. So there's nothing to make him come to court because there's no bail anymore. So if he doesn't show up, he doesn't show up. There's nothing really holding him to that. So he, he just walks free, and that's okay. Or God forbid that they murder one of your loved ones, they cannot be held liable for that anymore by, by the death penalty because they don't pursue that anymore. Or say your loved one got robbed. You know, I think they're, they're not even charging robberies now. So these are failed policies. I mean, just, just look at the rampant crime in these defund police. 
I mean, Portland now. Portland's asking for like $4 million additional dollars for more police officers. And why is that? Because every night they're rioting still. They're, they're trying to burn the courthouse down in Portland. But, but, but Trump supporters, but, but they stormed the Capitol, but, but. Same thing's going on. Same thing's going on. It needs the same damn coverage. These people are trying to occupy and burn down a federal building. They don't care if they're hurting people. They don't care if there's people inside. They know there are. But it's Antifa, so it's okay. Oh, I yearn for the day when some super mega rich person wants to have a news channel that's just the news. That reports on just the news with absolutely no slant, absolutely no bias, and just cuts through all this BS. Because I'm sick of it. Hold an administration accountable. Hold them accountable. Demand to know why the president won't talk to the press. I mean, people act like this is normal. It's not normal. And if you say anything, oh, you're a Trump head, blah, 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 blah. No, man, I'm a citizen. I want to know why he's caging 312 kids a day because that's a freaking record. Okay, Trump didn't do that. This guy's setting records for putting kids in cages. This guy's bombing Syria. This guy's raising the price of insulin. This guy's opening my border. But he doesn't have to answer for that because the liberal press doesn't hold him accountable. They get a free pass. Why is not every late night talk show host all over Cuomo? Why aren't they bashing Cuomo like they were Trump? I mean, Trump isn't president anymore, people. So you're going to have to stop comparing everything to Trump or stop trying to put stuff off while he was still president. I mean, Jesus, Trump lives rent free in so many people's heads. It's just amazing. It is just amazing. Focus on what's really going on in the world. Focus on what this administration is doing. Why are they celebrating a COVID relief bill that has no money for COVID? 10% of the total bill. I mean, why are we sending $15 billion? Name one other foreign country that taxes its citizens so they can send money to the United States. Name one other country that taxes its citizens to send money to the United States. I'll wait, because that's never going to happen, because it doesn't exist. It's time we wake up. It's time we hold people accountable. It's time we hold the press accountable. I mean, enough's enough. You gotta, you gotta tell, tell us what's going on. We have to know. Sorry if it doesn't meet your agenda. But I mean, that would mean you have journalistic integrity, and we know journalists don't have that. Thanks for listening to Joe's Common Sense Podcast. Check out his Facebook page at Joe's Common Sense Podcast to leave your comments. Please subscribe and rate this podcast and tell your friends. Catch us back here next Sunday for another fresh new episode.